0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. You are listening to episode 63 of the show, and I'm your host, Mackenzie. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are listening to part two of the episode with Isabel Steichen. Isabel is the founder of the new plant-based protein bar called Loopy, and Isabel was actually on the show last week to tell us all about her journey to going completely vegan. She shared about the health benefits of this diet change and addressed a lot of the common concerns that people have when plant-based eating is brought up. One of my favorite things that she shared last week was about the impact of plant-based eating in any capacity. Whether you are 100% vegan or maybe you just do one meatless Monday each week, no matter where you sit on that scale, your food choices have an impact. And so what that means is you don't have to be a plant-based eater to enjoy this show and learn from Isabel. So I hope you will go back and listen to part one first if you haven't yet, but today for part two, we are switching gears to talk about her latest business venture, Loopy. Now that name might sound a little strange to you, but it's in honor of the base ingredient of the protein bars called the lupini bean. If you've never heard of this bean before, you are in good company. I had not either. Isabel is sharing about where these beans come from, and the amazing nutrients they hold, and also why so many of us are strangers to these beans. You are going to want some of these beans in your life after she tells you all about them, okay? Today we're also discussing the environmental impacts of our food choices and how she's being mindful of this with her new business after listening you're going to want to try some of these bars okay and guess what you will have the opportunity to win some now make sure you listen all the way through to the end of the show to hear the details about how you can enter to win some free loopy bars and all those details will be discussed And of course, while you're listening, don't forget about leaving a rating and a review for the podcast. This helps more people to find the show and it helps me to give away money. I donate $2 for every review I receive. So you're not just helping me, but you're helping others. So thank you. You can do that while you're listening to the show on whatever app you're listening on and make sure you subscribe too. So you know when the next episode is available. Okay. No more waiting. Here is part two about plant-based living with Isabel. So what would you say is the reason that you guys kind of decided to start sharing this message about living a plant-based lifestyle with others and taking Mm -hmm. it public? Was it just because you felt really good and you wanted to share that Mm -hmm. or was it more like the environmental side of things? Or what made you passionate enough to want to share about it?
1: Yeah, I think a big part initially was this excitement. Like I said earlier, also, you know, I think a lot of newly new plant based eaters or vegans find that excitement when kind of your horizon is opened up to this whole other way of eating and living. And and I think there is a lot of need at that time to share that with other people and inspire others. And you know, Noah and I had very different journeys. We came to this Lifestyle in very for very different reasons, and it was um, we had different catalysts for it, and that really shows that it's it it it, 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 it should be something that can speak to everyone, and so we want to build this inclusive platform with the plantiful that we started creating the blog and then the podcast, and also it was really important for us to highlight a lot of changemakers from, from different industries and different paths of life um, that all had that in common, that they were plant-based, because I think that creating this inclusive platform and including um, different people with different backgrounds is really a way to inspire and show that anyone can do it and that any decision, any change that you make is, is a really positive step into, towards the right direction and, and that it really matters.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay. And also, you took some of that passion that you had mm-hmm. and decided to turn it into a business. So let's talk about loopy. First, why don't you tell us what is the lupini bean? Because mm-hmm. I had never heard of this before. So where does it come from? I'm guessing most people haven't heard of it. Why, why have none of us heard of this before? Totally. Um, so
1: so, yeah, so our mission at loopy is to help people live more plentiful lives through the power of the small but mighty lupini bean. And lupini beans are um, an ingredient that has been around for centuries. Uh, So they're originally from the Mediterranean region of Europe. They've been consumed in Italy and Greece for ever. And there's even stories and um, archaeological findings that, you know, Romans, uh, gladiators used to eat lupini beans because they were so high in protein and so nutritious. And uh, and so that, that ingredient has a really long history, uh, especially in Europe. And at the same time, as you say, it's pretty unknown in the United States. And that was one thing that, you know, really stood out to me as I was on this journey of thinking through business idea that I had, and that was very much around fixing this like protein problem that I saw in the market. I saw that there were all these consumers who are trying to eat more plant-based, but were really worried that they wouldn't find the right to type and source of plant-based protein. And I looked at the market and a lot of the options out there um, while they are great transition foods, you know, especially these meat replacements and dairy replacements they oftentimes really lack on the nutrition side and they are highly processed. And a lot of them use uh, protein isolates are stripped of fiber, again, um, you know, really mm-hmm. important uh, as well as other nutrients, vitamins, and minerals. And I really started thinking about, you know, what would it look like to build that next generation of plant-based protein? Um, what would it look like to introduce more whole, whole foods sources of plant-based protein and make that whole foods plant-based diet more mainstream? And I, I saw that the lupini bean was the tool to do that with. And, you know, lupini beans, a few highlights on the nutrition side is are that they are the bean with the highest concentration of plant-based protein by far. They're also a complete protein. Talked a little bit about that before. It just means that they have um, a full amino acid profile and they are really easy um, by the body to absorb and they can truly compete with other complete proteins like animal uh, protein, as well as, some plant-based sources like soy, which a lot of consumers are moving away from because a lot of the soy in the States is at GMO, which is, you know, the jury is kind of out on, on the benefits of that or the, mm-hmm. the, the dangers of that. And so I saw that from a nutrition side, lupini beans were really checking all the boxes. They're also absolutely packed with fiber, prebiotic fiber, and they uh, they are really, you know, packed with other minerals, potassium, vitamins, vitamins. Um, so really wholesome, wholesome food, and then uh, on on the environmental side, they are also checking all of these boxes because they are so sustainable to grow. Similar to a lot of other beans and legumes, they are a rotation crop, a nitrogen fixer. So really good for soil health and soil revitalization. And again, that goes back to your own health. You know, if soils aren't healthy and depleted of nutrients, your food. Isn't healthy and depleted of nutrients, and it's really not doing anything for you. So, I just started studying and obsessing in a way with this ingredient Mm -hmm. and and talked to a lot of people in Europe, farmers, uh, growers, even entrepreneurs who had started companies with this ingredient, and just saw that there was a huge opportunity to introduce lupini beans in in, in an accessible format to US consumers. And then also, just generally, introduce the ingredient here to, to the supply chain because right now it's not grown. At a large scale in the United States, um, we definitely hmm. have a vision for that at, at Loopy.
0: Yeah, wow, that's so interesting. Can you maybe just tell us a little bit more? I feel like you gave a g- great description of like some of the health benefits of it. Mm-hmm. Can you describe a little bit more the environmental part yeah. of that? I don't know if people. I actually posted something about this on Instagram recently, just like the the kind of footprint. Of like beef versus chicken versus tofu versus, you know, Mm -hmm. all these things. And I think people are always shocked to when they find out how destructive, especially beef is like just Mm -hmm. cattle farming and whatnot to our environment. So can you maybe just talk about the lupini bean and kind of contrast it, compare and contrast it to how it's a little more or maybe a lot more sustainable Mm -hmm. than, than
1: Totally. Yeah. I think it's a resource question very much. You know, how many resources does it require to create one calorie of animal protein versus a calorie of um, plant-based protein? And so in general, plants are way better. And, and the number one reason for that is that animals need plants to grow. And so you're basically adding a middleman, which is your cow or your pig or your chicken, to digest a protein and then transform into, you know, their own protein. So you you are creating a really inefficient system uh, with yeah. having animal agriculture. So that's obviously something that um, is the case with all plants. And then plants like uh, lupini beans that are so nutrient-packed and so high in protein obviously require in that way way, way less resources than, than animal-based protein. In addition to that, to the fact that you don't have a middleman, you have some some plants that require little water for example so again low on the resource side and lupini beans are one of those um they are often called soy of the north because they can adapt to colder climates and also to more dry climates uh to shorter growing seasons so that is really um you know another benefit of it and then as i mentioned already the uh, impact on soil health in general um, you know, the importance of introducing rotation crops that uh, fix nitrogen yeah. in the soil and and add vitality and make sure that not only the you know the plant that they are growing, the Lupini bean is healthy, but also whatever crop is grown after lupini beans have been grown in that soil. Um, so that's the other benefit of that that obviously is so important. And it's so important to have diversity in plant growing. And a big problem in the states is um, monocultures, and that goes back to, you know, we are growing mostly soy, corn, and wheat in the States. And why are we doing that is because those foods actually feed animals that then feed humans. And so that is a little bit of that vicious uh, um, circle that we're trying to break, um, especially when we think about the supply side of of things when it comes to this crop.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I remember the stat that they shared, it's called food choices that said, like, I think it was 70% Mm -hmm. of the world's crops go towards feeding animals. And I'm not saying like, obviously, I get animal agriculture is an important part of Mm -hmm. our world, but I was like, that seems crazy when there are people literally starving that we could be growing crops to feed people and instead we're feeding animals. So yeah, it's so, so interesting to me. So okay, tell us how did you learn about the the lupini bean and how did that lead to loopy? What what gave you the idea for that? Yeah, um so as I, I discovered lupini beans, I knew them because I
1: lived, you know, in Europe for the biggest part of my life and right. Luxembourg actually has a large Italian community and uh, and the Canadians are from, from Italy and Greece originally. And so they eat them pickled. And so I had seen them, but I was really consuming them actively. Yeah. Um, But then in the last few years, as I go back to Europe and visit family, especially when I go, one of my brothers lives in Germany and, Believe it or not, Germany has some incredible health food stores and some incredible vegan um, grocery stores. Um, okay. I think Germany is actually one of the countries in Europe that has the largest percentage of uh, vegans among its population. Oh, so, wow. um, you know, a lot of times people think it's all about meat, but uh, in Germany, right. but there's definitely a heavy meat culture, but there's also a heavy, you know, a culture built around organic Farming and sustainable farming sure. and uh, vegetarian and vegan diets, and so yeah. I just started seeing a lot of products. And you know, I'm someone who spends a lot of time in grocery stores and looking at products and trying new products because I'm just so interested in in food in general. And so I started seeing a lot of products using lupini beans, um, yeah. you know, snacks, meat and dairy replacements. And as I saw them pop up everywhere, I decided I need to study them. And so I that was about over four years ago now. So I just made it my mission to talk to anyone and everyone I could find both in Europe and in the States who knew anything about the ingredients and um, started playing around it with it in my kitchen. And so I started thinking through different concepts and was very hung up on this protein question and, and on formats that consumers here in the States love and consume. And so one of the formats that I landed on pretty quickly was the bar category, because I saw one, you know, introducing a new ingredient in a new format is hard, but introducing a new ingredient in a format that consumers already love and understand um, is a little bit easier because you only have to do one piece of education, which is round the ingredient. And so I started studying the protein bar category and and realized that I wasn't really a consumer of protein bars. And there were two main reasons for it. One, a lot of the protein bars that are on the market and the main players are animal-based. They contain whey and egg whites mm-hmm. and or egg white powder. And then the other reason was the plant-based options just were highly processed. And I yeah. didn't want to eat something like that. but, I often found myself in situations, especially you know pre-COVID when traveling, but then also being on the go, living in New York City, you know, going from the office home or doing a workout, like wanting something a snack that holds me over and that really nourishes me that is like a mini meal, and I just really couldn't find anything. And so that's kind of how I started thinking about what if I used lupini beans in the protein bars. And so I started playing around with that in my kitchen and. I ended up getting a food handler's license and a friend of mine who owns a few restaurants in the city let me play around in his commercial kitchen to start scaling the recipe. Mm. And and then I I still had a full-time job at the time. I um, have spent my career working for early stage startups, actually mostly in the tech space. And not so much food, but I... I had felt ready um, in 2018 uh, in summer to to leave my last startup job that I I very much loved the team I worked for a software company um, in Brooklyn women owned and was really inspired by by that but I I don't know something made me feel like I needed to move on and do something else but I had I didn't really have a plan I had been thinking about the ingredient and playing around with it in my free time as I mentioned but I didn't really have a plan And it's again another of these circumstances where I had kind of no expectations, where incredible things happened. Because after I left my job, and I had just decided to, you know, start thinking about what would be next, I was approached by startup accelerator in New York City, and I knew the founder at the accelerator is called Human Ventures, and they were really interested in building a plant-based company. And it was kind of crazy, Mm. crazy timing because I had just left my job and was looking for the next thing but i also felt like i wanted to do something in a plant-based space and so i ended up jumping on board and and joining and and kind of uh fleshing out the plan for for this company with them and um and that's kind of how it all started started coming together
0: wow yeah that's really cool okay so you know you said you were just kind of playing around in some kitchen so what have the bars turned into like are they – because I agree with you about kind of the general protein bars. It's really hard to find one that I feel like is healthy and tastes good and isn't, mm-hmm. like, totally packed with so much sugar. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hard thing to come across. So, yeah, what do the bars taste like? Have you done a few different flavors with them? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about them. Totally, totally.
1: So, um, initially, the bars were actually round shape, so they were, like, little vaults, and I had about – 10 flavors. And um, actually, my friend let me test them at her store, little vegan uh, store down the street from me in Brooklyn. And so I started sampling them there and, and selling them a little bit to see if there was interest and demand for it. And so through that consumer research, um, and then I did larger consumer research, especially after my co-founder Ali started joining in I can talk a little bit more about that, but we, after we decided to build the business together, we 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 did some additional thinking through the recipes and flavors and consumer insights gathering. But we basically narrowed it down to the three core flavors that we decided to launch with. And so, number one is peanut butter. Um, so we we have the peanut butter cacao nib flavor. We have the almond butter cinnamon raisin, and then we have the tahini lemon cranberry. They just right. kind of bubbled up as being the top performers in our flavor development and you know peanut butter no surprise is um is a big hit and and is uh our best seller mm-hmm. but we also just uh, recently launched a fall flavor cashew ginger pumpkin seed and so as you can see from mm-hmm. our flavors you know it's a it's an we're trying to hit this interesting balance of mainstream flavors with a with a twist and so you know we we know our consumers are health conscious and they don't love chocolate chips as much as they like nibs. So we, yeah. we try to add, you know, a healthy twist to, to everything that we do. And we use very simple ingredients, very simple nutrition profiles Um, We only use dates as a sweetener. So we don't use, we don't use any processed sugars, no syrups. And we also don't use any of the, um, what I often call fake sweeteners. So like just stevias and things like that. Because we believe in a balanced macronutrient profile and we believe in the importance of carbohydrates for energy. And then um, what makes us really unique and stand out is that we're using the whole lupini bean in our bar. So we are one, we're probably the first bean-based bar in the market. We're not using a protein isolate, which is really unique. And um, yeah. as we do that, we also can truly deliver on fiber. So it's this really unique combination of protein and fiber that we can deliver on. And um the bars are they look like food. Like when you unpack them, you see the structure of it. You see the the for example in the pumpkin one, you see the pumpkin seeds or you see the almond pieces in the almond butter one, you have the cacao nibs, so you have the texture of it. Um, you can even recognize the beans that look a little bit like a really pretty golden yellow oat almost. And um, so you hmm. you see the food and um, and you also can taste it because it has this interesting texture where it's almost, you know, it's a little bit chewy. It's like a granola-y bar, but it's not crispy. So that was really important to us, to to deliver real food in a, in a convenient format, in this bar format. So, so yeah, so I recommend to anyone and everyone to to, to try it out. We do have a sampler sample box on the website where you can get all the flavors.
0: Cool, that's awesome. And so do you think that, this could turn into trying other things with the lupini bean because it sounds yeah. like you can eat it many different ways, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, and yes. So the answer is there is
1: tremendous potential because this ingredient is so versatile, and we definitely have done some some re- recipe development in the background and some innovation work around some other formats. Yeah, but we do want to stay very focused at the beginning. You know, we are a tiny team. It's just Ali, my co-founder, and then myself, and we have one full time employee, Megan so we are still really small and in startup stage and it's so important to stay focused you know and we do think that there's a lot of opportunity just within this bar category to deliver a really disruptive product that is you know responding to consumer needs but that being said we definitely have grand visions of going into other categories and we would probably stay in snacking to start with because we think there's a lot of other optimizations that can be that can be done on the snacking front but that's um, Mm -hmm. definitely the vision
0: yeah absolutely well i'm really intrigued i want to try your bars Mm -hmm. and i want to just try the bean itself too it sounds really interesting and hopefully we can increase some supply and demand for it so that we can get more farmers over here in the u.s to to try it out so really cool absolutely All right. So if you had to pick what would be the main message that you want listeners to walk away with today? I think one thing that is really important to me is
1: goes a little bit back to what I was talking about before when I said, you know, plant based eating is not a binary situation. It's very much a spectrum. uh, And every choice that you make is important and has an impact and usually a positive impact your health, uh, the health of the planet and and the animals. And Mm so really important to me that people out there hear that and are open to you know incremental change because it does make a huge difference
0: yeah absolutely very good okay I have a couple fun questions for you before I let you go first can you tell us what is the most impactful book that you've read so there's a ton of really impactful books yeah um (laughs) I would say when we talk about plant-based diet,
1: one that I absolutely love, uh, actually two from the same author, is How Not to Die and then How Not to Diet from Dr. Michael Greger. Hmm. He's the founder of Nutrition Facts. It's a, uh, I believe, a nonprofit platform that analyzes every single nutrition paper that comes out. And he's a very big advocate of a whole food plant-based diet. And he talks in his first book how not to die about the leading causes of death in the United States and I think of the 15 leading causes it's like 12 or 13 that are diet related and that are reversible which is mind-blowing and shows again the power that every, every single person has over their own um, choices and, and destiny in a way so love that book. And then he just published a second book, how to diet, nice. um, where he talks about, you know, um, some of the challenges with dieting and dieting culture and yeah. restriction and ex- especially, you know, um, cutting out entire macronutrient groups, you know, no carb or no fat, or, you know, just these, again, very binary views of, of how to eat. And so he talks, um, a lot about the research around that and it's very empowering. It's very freeing. So I, I love I I love those books and if you're into nutrition, they are definitely definitely uh important ones to, to check out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That sounds so interesting. That's one thing that both my husband and I always say is like we, we talk about a plant-based lifestyle rather than a plant-based diet because mm-hmm. we're both like we never want to be at the point in our lives where we have to diet. Like we don't want to – you know, I right. feel like that's something we see a lot is people whose like weight just fluctuates and health is like kind of all over the board. And we're like we just want to be healthy. We just want to live a healthy lifestyle and be at a healthy right. weight and, you know, work out a healthy amount. And that way we can – you know, indulge sometimes when we, when we're in that setting, like we don't have to feel guilty about getting the dessert or whatever, or getting the -hmm. the French fries. Mm -hmm. But we also know that we're just living a healthy lifestyle. And yeah, we don't have to worry about going on a diet for a couple months or whatever it is. Like, I feel like it's just a more enjoyable way to live. Absolutely. Okay, what about something that you've listened to recently or that you think everybody should hear? Like, Well, obviously you guys have a podcast, but any other podcasts Mm -hmm. or documentaries or anything like that? Yeah, oh my god, also so many things. Um, Documentaries, I mean, one movie that I watched,
1: um, or sorry, documentary that I watched, I want to say a few weeks ago, was The Biggest Little Farm.
0: You might have heard of it. Oh, Um, no, I haven't heard
1: of it yet. I think you would love it. It's uh, about this couple that bought this piece of land that was very much depleted and wasn't really fertile anymore. And so they revitalized it and they built this incredible farm, um, you know, growing a lot of different crops, but they also have an animal uh, piece to it, but obviously not at industrial scale. But I I thought it was incredibly inspiring and it showed how the ecosystem is so... um, such a smart system. And when humans interrupt it uh, and and mess up one piece of it, the whole thing falls apart. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, if you start nurturing it, it it can all come back to life. So it's a really, really beautiful movie. And in terms of things to listen to, I am a huge podcast fan. I I love podcasts. Mm -hmm. I listen to a lot of podcasts on my runs or even, you know, when I go on walks, Um, I just love you know also the efficiency of being active and at the same time having my brain work so i really yeah. love podcasts as a format one podcast is my unrelated to diet and sustainability necessarily but my co-founder ally got me hooked on that it's called armchair expert um by dax shepherd he inspired me oh, yeah. yeah you, yeah, you might awesome. have heard of it it's very, yeah. it's very very cool very unique guests yeah he actually also interviews a lot of i would say celebrities but talks to them about things that you never hear about like some of their personal uh challenges or yeah. um, other things that they work on and so that's that's a podcast that I that I really love um mm-hmm. listening to and it's a good switch from you know my user, usual nutrition or environmental yes programs.
0: totally totally yeah that's fun and what about your guys's podcast are, are you so I know you told me you were taking a break for a while are you guys yeah. back to recording or still on a break right now
1: Yes, so we actually are just we spent a a little bit of time outside of New York this year, New York City, that is. So we've actually spent some time upstate, and you know, I've been very busy with Loopy launching this year and and having to kind of refocus. Uh, Our strategy um, was very time consuming and Noah was very, very busy with his daytime job as well. But we just um, we're returning to New York City to Brooklyn next week. And so we decided we'll we'll um, pick the podcast back up. So there is definitely uh, things uh, planned for 2021. And in a way, it was nice to take a little bit of a break and go back to the creative drawing board. So we are excited to be to be back next year.
0: Yeah, good that's awesome. yeah you're I listened to I think it was maybe the last episode you did before your break mm-hmm. if not one of the last about pet food. Oh yeah, it was yeah. yeah yeah yeah, that was such an interesting episode. I sent that to so many of my mm-hmm. friends who have dogs mm-hmm. so I was like you need to hear this So that was really interesting. So cool. I'm excited to see what you guys have in store. What about a brand or product besides Loopy that you can't <laughs> keep your hands off lately? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently obsessed with two things. Uh, one is
1: a company that my friend just launched last week. It's called The Big Favorite. And it's a undergarment company that totally closes the loop. Um, So it's really sustainable. You order your undergarments on there. And when you're done with them, instead of throwing them out, you send them back and they will upcycle them. So they are zero waste, um, also all sustainable packaging. And Eleanor Turner is the founder and she's somebody who I met, I want to say maybe two years ago or so through uh, an event actually, and has become a really good friend of mine. And she's somebody incredible and very inspirational. And so she just launched... The big favorite last week, um, and then the second, um, the second company that I am currently obsessed with is a food company. It's called Okina. It's this um, women-owned Hawaiian-based baking mix company. And oh, cool. I find it so hard finding healthy, good for you baking mixes. I feel like there's yeah. always a bunch of ingredients that I don't even know what they are. Yeah, and um, this is the opposite. It's all whole oh food cool flowers, um, really delicious. I mean their banana bread is to die for, and um, it's a really amazing company, and you can order that products online, which is super convenient.
0: Oh, that's so good to know. Oh, my gosh. I bet it's delicious. And that's another really good – I'm, like, th- totally in the mindset of gifts right now. Like, yeah. that would be oh, a great yeah. gift for someone. <laughs> totally. Cool. I just
1: ordered a bunch, actually, to gift this this season. So um, definitely yeah. that.
0: That's awesome. Sounds really cool. Well, great. Great recommendations. Okay. How can people find you if they want to connect with you or learn more or get their hands on some loopy bars? How can they find you?
1: Yeah. um, They can go and follow us at get loopy on Instagram or check out our website. Getloopy.com. Uh, so that's G E T L U P I I. Loopy is L U P I I. And um, or they can just email me at isabel at getloopy.com if they have questions about loopy or um even you know the plentiful the podcast that we're doing i'm trying to keep it all on one email so um isabel I yeah loopy is the best way to get in touch
0: yeah totally well i will make sure to put links to that and everything else we referenced in the show notes for today so that people can find you and check out your bars but isabel thank you so much for taking the time today to talk with us and teach us about plant based lifestyles and about your business. It sounds really cool. And yeah, I'm really excited to see where it goes. I hope it really takes off because I think you're right that this is something that we are lacking in the market right now. So I really hope to see it do well. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. It was so great being on here and always love talking about these topics. So I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Me too. Every food choice you make has an impact on your health, the planet, and the animals. Friends, I hope you find that an encouragement no matter how plant-based you are or aren't. Consider incremental change because it does hold power to make a difference. And what better way to eat plant-based than to try a delicious loopy bar? Don't they sound so good? And not just yummy, but so nutritious too. Now let me tell you, I'm someone who's an avid ingredient checker when I go grocery shopping and Isabel is right. It's hard to find snack foods that are actually healthy, especially when it comes to protein bars and granola bars. Most of them are packed with sugar and it's even harder to find them for vegans. So this bar might be the answer to all my snacking problems. I'm so excited about them. And I mentioned this at the beginning, but Isabel is willing to give away some Loopy bars to one lucky winner. So here are the details if you've been waiting. Now first you have to follow both Isabel and I on Instagram and gets even trickier we both have two accounts okay so the links for those accounts are in the show notes you can find us online on Instagram and on Facebook too make sure you follow us and then the second thing you have to do is leave a review for the show okay i mention this in every episode leave a review for the podcast it helps me it helps others and so that's part of this competition as well Once you leave your review, screenshot it and send it to us through Instagram or Facebook or even to our emails if you prefer, but send it to us so that we know who's who. Okay? That's all. Only two rules for the competition. Follow us online and leave a review. So easy, right? Now, I will say there are some bonus ways to earn entries that we'll be posting online throughout the week. So again, make sure you're following us on Instagram to keep up with that, but you only have to do those two things to be entered into the competition once. This giveaway is going to last for a week. It'll run until next Thursday, February 4th. We will be announcing the winner online. So hurry up and grab your phone so that you can enter with the chance to win some yummy, plant-based, and totally guilt-free bars. And hey, while you're over there, don't forget about subscribing to the show. Subscribing to this podcast is free. It just takes the click of one button, and it ensures that you know when a new episode is available. As most of you know, the show airs weekly and next week is February, which is totally crazy. We're already a month into 2021, but I have some really exciting episodes coming up, including with my new friend, Aaron, who is a fellow podcaster and a travel blogger. Aaron and I are going to be talking next week about responsible travel. If you're like me and your travel bug is itching these days, you don't want to miss this show. So subscribe to the podcast so that you know when it's available. Okay, friends, one last reminder, follow us online and leave a review for the show for the chance to win some Loopy Bars. Remember that all of your food choices have an impact on our world and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out.